I got a short story for you. Chris Rock is in a store. You are in that same store. Yes, it's a video store, but work with me. Just play along. What would you say? Better yet, if you never had the chance to say what you wanted to say, I think there's a song reference or maybe something that warned us about this moment. What would go down? But first, a word from today's sponsor, AndrePsyche.com. Yes, AndrePsyche.com is that, say it with me now, cute, quaint, corner store boutique with all sorts of neat and original merchandise you had no idea existed because of the vast web that the world wide web internet <laughs> weaves how many hours do you spend scrolling through screen after screen hoping to come across something unique and unseen let me save you a little bit of time listener go to andrepsyche.com and check out all of andre's products we are talking about literature clothing paintings prints accessories music poetry podcasts <gasps> And best of all, if you want a customized, and we're talking fully customized, created from scratch type gift, Andre is a freelance creator extraordinaire that'll make it happen. So go to andrepsyche.com and let your spirit guide you through all of the options. You're going to find something worth checking out for the same reason we here at the Getting to Know You pod love the site because each and every item has a story behind it. Nothing is made. Everything is created on andrepsyche.com. We are also brought to you by the Getting to Know You pod. If you're listening to this short story, do us a favor. Subscribe to the Getting to Know You pod on whatever platform you happened to just push play on. Friend and follow the Getting to Know You pod on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook as well. It's all one word that's getting the number two. No, the letter U, pod. Not enough? Still looking to support this up-and-coming podcast? Go to our Patreon page, that's patreon.com, and search Getting to Know You pod. Again, all one word. And you can contribute for as little as $2 a month to support our endeavors. Also, if you or someone you know is looking to expand your brand or business, advertise on the pod. The Getting to Know You pod is downloaded and listeners grow each and every month all across America and the globe, I might add. So if you're invested in expanding your business. And if you're interested in getting your brand or product more clicks, just message us through any of our social media. Our advertisers would love to get to know more about you, your brand, and business. And now, getting to know just a little part of you. Hello. Getting to know you. I'm going to do a terrific show today. Getting to like you, getting to hope you like me. Because I'm good enough. Getting to know you, putting it my way, but nicely. 
I'm smart enough. You are precisely and talk on it. my cup of tea. So we, I. Do you know how to pronounce? Do you need know how to pronounce my last name, or you want me to introduce myself? I don't. It's up to you. Uh, so I, I, I guess it's kind of my thing where I just do the first name. If I had okay. to, if I had to guess now that I'm on the spot, LePay. Nope. Uh, see, I wanted to go super French and classy. <laughs> but you can. You know what? We'll, we you keep keep the audience guessing. I've been on podcasts where no one introduced me at all. So oh, seriously, it was a mist. It's a mystery as to why I was there. <laughs> Did you in your head? Did you just start thinking of like random roles you could play? Like all of a sudden you're like the CDC director, or oh, they started asking me about my film, but they never introduced <laughs> who I was or said what the name of the movie was. So we were chatting for a little bit before I hit record, and it is clear that um, I am way over my head compared to you as far as film knowledge. You blew me out of the water with a kicking and screaming reference that is not the Will Ferrell movie. That I absolutely have to find now. Um, Squid in the Whale reference. And um, you started talking a little bit about showgirls. And is that the Saved by the Bell Girl showgirls? Am I thinking about this right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yes, you, you are. Okay. You are thinking of the right thing. So I brought up Rocky Horror Film and you started talking about different, I guess, is it plays or is it like screenings of movies people are no, bringing this audience, to? Audience participation screenings, yeah. Audience participation screenings um, about. Kind of a funny. I wish I would have recorded the cowfucker joke. Um, <laughs> that, I mean, you could have, but it was such a long thing, dude. I, such a, it, that's that's a super long inside joke. That, uh, I, anybody who's listening to this, feel free to message me, and I will tell you the whole story. I just told the whole story <laughs> about uh, uh, about Chris Rock uh, on a on a uh, on a Facebook post that no one will ever find. But I'll tell that story too. It's a pretty good one. Um, <laughs> a Chris wait, so then a Chris Rock inside story too. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Um, uh, you know what? If you want me to start with that story, I will. Yeah, man. Absolutely. Uh, Mr. LePay. <laughs> or, or Lip. We'll go with Lippy because that's the one that's accurate. <laughs> Dude, uh, that was so simple. Of course I could have said Lippy. God. Always go easy. Should have The only easy. people who here, – here's something that's going to sound odd. The only people who ever got it right without asking me are people from India. Lippy? I like that's actually how I would have said it if I wasn't trying to be a smartass. But maybe it's because okay. I'm a school teacher, so I, I tend to have a lot of experience reading like names of strangers off of rosters. Oh, I was also a school teacher, and I learned all the names that that you can write down that are funny. Oh. Um, <laughs> um, I was also uh, uh, fired for being a school from 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 a, a class for um, uh, not wanting to um, engage in white privilege. Wait, seriously? Jesus, man. Now we're just jumping around. So I, I got to start taking notes. School teacher. <laughs> which story you want to hear. Why pro- Dude, I want to hear them all, man. I want to hear as many okay. as you got time for. Because I love school teacher stories. Um, tell me the – well, since we brought up Chris Rock first, let's stick first to first. Okay. What, um, what was up with Chris Rock? Okay. So um, uh, I uh, – this, this happened in 2003. So I uh, own a lot of Laserdiscs, uh, which is a – uh, obviously a format that doesn't exist anymore uh, for your listeners. It was between VHS and DVD, although it was technically simultaneous to VHS, but it never really caught on. It's where special features kind of came from, like commentaries, deleted scenes, all that stuff. Right. That's where that started. So there's so a difference I've, between Laserdisc and DVD? Sure. Laserdiscs are like big records. They're analog as well. Oh. Um, and they only can fit up to an hour on a side. Um, the vi- video quality is not as high, although the sound quality uh, at, at certain points, especially early in DVD, was better. So uh, the story is this. Uh, I own Leonard Part 6 on Laserdisc. Now, if you're 
listeners don't know what Leonard Park Six is. In the mid '80s, there was a thing called the Cosby Show, and it was the biggest show in the country. Um, and uh, Bill Cosby uh, realized he had all this power, and he wanted to make a movie. And he co-wrote, came up the story, and produced a movie called Leonard Part Six, which hmm. is sort of a spy spoof. Um, and uh, it failed spectacularly to the point where um, Cosby went on Carson on the Johnny Carson show and said and told people the weekend it opened, don't go see it. Oh shit! Um, <laughs> you know that it stinks. Which you can't really do. <laughs> it's literally against, you know, contracts. But, you know, that's how powerful it was. Um, and um, I'd, I'd seen it in the meantime. It's a weird uh, movie. Like, it doesn't work, but it's so strange. Um, uh, it's sort of aimed at kids, but, like, it involves, like, animals being trained to kill people. Like, <laughs> so there's, there's a scene where, like, you know, the, it's going to sound odd, a tuna fish uh, is going to go kill a guy in his swimming pool, but the tuna fish stops to read a Playboy first. Um, <laughs> what year is this? Eighty-seven. Oh my god! Um, so, um, so yes, this exists, and uh, uh, so I. Um, and then there's another scene later in the movie where um, he uh, tries to. Um, uh, there's a lobster that's about to attack him, and uh, he scares it off with melted butter. Uh, <laughs> vampires and garlic so vampires yeah, garlic and crosses werewolves silver right. bullets lobsters and the woman butter. who played the oracle in the matrix she's the villain she's way over the top and the whole film is filled with like just utterly ludicrous product placement um <laughs> but um and it was a huge budget um and, and it's it's bad but it's so weird it has like a childlike energy and thought process to it so it amuses me even though i'm aware of what's wrong with it i, did, I just generally don't care right so yeah you accept um, it i <laughs> I would I buy lots of things on Laserdisc that are awful, um, <laughs> and just because it interests me. I have Theodore Rex. I've got Clifford. I've got you know Leonard Part Six. I got all sorts of things like that. So I also used to go to this um, uh, thing in New Jersey called Chiller Theater, which is like a horror convention. Okay. And you you bring you know B levels, C level, D level celebrities, and you get them to sign things. So I brought my I bought a bunch of things, but I specifically brought my Leonard Part Six Laserdisc. Uh, because there was a character actor there named Leo Rossi, who you might remember always playing kind of mobsters in 90s films and stuff. He's in Analyze This and a lot of other things. Um, so I show up, but it was, this was his first film. And he's got a, sort of a small bit part in the first scene of the film, though you wouldn't notice him if you didn't know who he was. Um, and, you know, I, I go there and I'm, I'm talking to him. And, uh, you know, he, he uh, he's, he's going through his normal spiel. And then he says... You know, hey, do you, uh, you know, I, I said, I have something unorthodox to sign. And he's like, what is it? You know, and I pull out the Leonard Part 6 laser disc and he starts cracking up. Um, and he just he just loses it. And he's like, wow, you know, I haven't thought about this in a long time. He starts telling other stories about all these like low budget movies that I happen to be familiar with that he, you know, that, that he was in. And we're talking, you know, and so he signs a laser disc. Like, it's basically like, you know, what if what if the guy who was like third extra from the left signed, <laughs> signed the movie? <laughs> doesn't have any value to it. It's just the weird kitschness of it. Right. Um, yeah, it's so, a personal story. Um, so I come home uh, and uh, back in New York City where I, where I lived at the time. And I went to the Tower Records that was on uh, near Lincoln Center. And I had used, I used to work there. And so I knew the managers and some of the managers were still there. One of them was a very energetic guy, not very bright, 
Um, and he saw me. We said hello. And I still have my Leonard Part 6 laser disc. I even have the poster for the movie, Leonard Part 6, with me. Um, and who do I see also uh, about to rent a movie but Chris Rock? Now, Chris, this say. is 2003. Chris Rock is as famous as he could be at that point. He would host the Oscars a couple years later, but he had just like written, directed, and starred in a movie called Head of State like the month before. Oh, yeah, with um, Anthony Hopkins, right? Or no, 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 no. That's the spy no, no. movie he was in. Head of State, did, right. he you becomes president. Bad. Head of State, he's playing guy running for president. Yes, yes, all right. Oh, yeah. It's a totally forgettable movie, kind of throws away the premise. But like he, he couldn't, he was at, you know very, very famous at that point. And I think to myself, hey, you know, Bill Cosby's a hero to this guy. In the in the opening of Bring the Pain, he shows all these albums that he, you know, were inspirational to him. And, and one of them is a Bill Cosby album. So obviously, like, I wonder if he'd sign this Laserdisc or this poster. Good call. I think, this, think this to myself. And, you know, it, it, I, I'm not really thinking about it. Is it kind of insulting? I don't know. Because <laughs> it's That's known it. as, like, yeah, right? it's, it's one of, like, Bill Cosby's, like, legendary bombs. Um, so right before I walk up to him, Another woman, very Park Avenue, dressed in a fur coat, kind of, um, have you ever seen Arrested Development? Uh, parts of, yeah, or like episodes here and there, yeah. Right, so the mom on that, uh-huh. like a lot like her, uh, Lucille, or is that, is that Lucille? I can't remember, but the, the, the kind of snooty Park Avenue type woman. But this one wasn't like completely snooty, but you get the, the sense of it. Yeah. Um, so she walks up to Chris Rock, and he you know, softens a little bit and he looks, he starts looking for a pen and, um, uh, you know, like he's going to sign something and he sees where this is going. You know, he's obviously been approached a lot and she leans into him and she says, excuse me, do you work here? (laughs) (laughs) Yes. And he's, he, 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 he does pretty well with it. And he's like, uh, no, um, you should look for someone wearing a lanyard. And, and I know at this point, I've watched this entire thing from 10 feet away. I cannot approach him because what am I doing? It's so smarmy, right? Yeah. Or do you double um, down and say, excuse me, sir, can I get some help? And then when he gets pissed off, you're like, no, man, I was just fucking with you. Can I get a signature? Um, so, uh, so I, I quickly rent a movie. And I go to the counter to, to, to rent my movie. And there's that manager that I, you know, that I used to work with six years before. Highly Still energetic. <laughs> Highly energetic, not so bright. And <laughs> I'm running my movie and I tell him the story quickly. And he looks at me and with no awareness at all goes, man, I guess we need to get more people on the floor. <laughs> <laughs> no Chris Rock comment from him, huh? Like, did he even realize <laughs> it was Chris Rock or was Nothing. it like – was it no i mean i mean celebrities in lincoln center the 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 video store in lincoln center not a big surprise but oh shit (laughs) that's i like the joke man and who knew that karen's existed all the way back in 2003 (laughs) i mean she wasn't really as what we would think of a karen i mean the thing is was there racism there like the assumption that that he must work there i mean he would have been a little too old to mostly work her but i guess the manager was also, you know, too old to work there. Right. <laughs> like, um, I mean, I'm, I'm a white guy and I worked there and it wasn't like, but, but it is, you know, you still have to deal with like, did she make the assumption because he was black and because he looked open, like approachable, but she started the approach before he softened. Right. Hmm. So yeah. it's hard to know, but obviously like I was like watching all the subtext. The manager had no idea what I was talking about. Um, yeah. What was so. what was going to be your like? Um, were you just going to do the whole "excuse me, sir"? 
Or were you going to try to like crack a joke? What was going to be your in? Had you had the chance? Uh, I, I, either before before that happened? Yeah. Or I was just going to say, uh, uh, you know, hey, uh, you know, I uh, know you're a uh, big Bill Cosby fan. I have this here. That's just a coincidence. W- you know, would you mind, you know, signing this? Man, you know, and- you bring up a great point. Because like, would would it be offensive to sign something of your idols when you're coming into your own? Right. Especially something that's known as like, like a, a failure of, of mammoth proportions like that. Yeah. Yeah. I, I Googled it and, um, Leonard part six, 9% on rotten tomatoes, although on Amazon 3.6 star rating out of five. Uh, yeah, but people who leave star ratings on that situation, I mean, are mocking it. That's actually, that's well, no, well, <laughs> I guess a read the reviews to see if people are like, I was four years old and I loved it. Um, Jane Fonda was in it. I was surprised by that. <laughs> well, no, she's not really in it. They just they have a Jane Fonda tape playing in the background of the scene. Oh, dude, yeah, I got to watch this thing. Twenty four million dollar budget back in eighty seven, four million box office. Oh, way more than that. It cost way. The announced budget was something like sixty. But oh no way. Um, I mean, look, if you're reading Wikipedia, it doesn't really tell you a lot. I mean, there's not. I remember. I remember a lot of this detail and like when they used to be maybe a little bit more honest about the budgets, it, and a sort of compl- a way to complain about them, like because critics used to use budgets against um, the movie. Like that's what happened with Ishtar, and it never made any sense. I'm like, who cares what it costs? Um, gotcha. It's not your. It's not. It's not your money. What difference does it make? That's it's the same. Point. It's the same reason I've never understood. I mean, you know, I guess America is just its own corporation, so maybe I shouldn't be surprised. But um, when I was, a, I was a film critic for a long time, uh, before uh, I made the movie that I'm here to promote, Wait, Wait, Don't Kill Me, a horror comedy about a viral pandemic Good in inner-city Philadelphia. Um, I'll keep mentioning that over the next couple of hours, so you can <laughs> cut that out at, at your own leisure. Um, or my, my daughter loved the trailer. 15. And I've now become an expert on the subject of Thanks to Adam for coming on the Getting to Know You pod and for giving so much of his time, as well as his in-depth knowledge. (laughs) I had thought about making this short story segment, why am I fucking with the S's up so bad, about four minutes shorter. I really had to enunciate that, but absolutely wanted to get Adam's plug for, wait, wait, don't kill me, a film that he directed. In. Be sure to check his movie out. It's on Colonial Theaters. You can Google it. Listen to his full episode when it's released tomorrow by subscribing to the Getting to Know You pod today. Also, thanks to AndrePsyche.com for sponsoring the Getting to Know You pod. Go to AndrePsyche.com for unique, thoughtful merchandise with a story that you won't find anywhere else. Before you stop listening, push, please, I implore you, the subscribe button on Spotify, Apple, iHeart, or whatever podcast platform you happened to push play on. Subscribing is essential. Your support is very much appreciated. Friend and follow the Getting to Know You pod on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. Finally. If you or someone you know would like to expand your market and get word out about your brand or product, partner with us at the Getting to Know You Pod. 
Our rates are extremely reasonable, and we are just starting up so much like all of the wonderful guests we have had on. We would also appreciate you believing in and supporting what we are doing. All you need to do, message us through any of our social media platforms. Nighty night.